0: I'm Emily, a chatty 22-year-old inspiring you to love yourself, shed your light onto others, and live in a never-ending world of joy. Thank you so much for tuning in today. Now let's get to work. Hello everyone. Happy Memorial Day and happy Monday. I hope all of you are having a wonderful day off, whether you're just relaxing or having a very fun-filled day out and about, no matter what you're doing. Um, I am especially very appreciative for the holiday weekend because that means I only have to wake up early for class three days this week instead of four, and it's not really even, like, that big of a deal, and it's not so much the waking up part that I mind. Like, I truly love going to class, and I feel like I'm learning so much, um, but I just personally enjoy eating my lunch at home, so if I don't have to wake up super early, then I don't have to eat breakfast super early, and then my lunch doesn't get thrown off, and then I can eat lunch when I'm actually hungry. (laughs) Anyways, um... But yeah, and I also just, of course, want to invite everyone to take a moment to remember and appreciate why we have the holiday off, and to remember those who have lost their lives serving our country, and to anyone who knows someone who is currently serving, I thank them and applaud them with all my respect. Um, I currently am in a Whole Foods parking lot. There are a lot of flaws right now to what I'm doing, and I'm 100% certain one of the workers is, like, listening to me. Um, But I don't have much alone time in my apartment, I feel like, because... I'm still getting to know my roommate, and, like, we're, like, I don't know, we're very open, we're like, oh, like, I'm gonna go take a nap now, or I'm gonna go do this now, like, we're still in, like, that stage, so I just, I don't want to, like, just go in my room and close the door, and I also feel like it's a little awkward still, because while I'm very proud of my podcast, I think it's still just a little strange to be like, oh, I don't know if you saw my Instagram bio, I have this, whatever, but, you know, anyways, for today's episode, I think it would be a good time to kind of, oh, well, gather my thought and finishing what I was saying I'm in a Whole Foods parking lot because I didn't want to record in my apartment but it is very hot today like it feels like 90 degrees out and I'm currently in my car so I feel like it's gonna get hot in here really fast but I rolled down the windows that's why I feel like everyone's listening and I could not have picked a more public spot in the parking lot I'm like literally right in the center so hopefully no one hears me but if they do oh well anyways for today's episode I thought it would kind of be a good time to piggyback if you will off of last week's episode And last week, if you didn't get the chance to listen, feel free to do that either before or after this one. Um, We talked about stepping into the unknown and kind of releasing that need for control over your life um, to make changes that may be happening or upcoming feel less scary and more fun. So this week, however, we are going to be talking about how to take back the control into your life, so kind of like the complete opposite, um, to make you feel more empowered and secure in your life's paths and the decisions that you make. Um, And when I decided that I was going to talk about today's topic, I kind of thought it was, like, contradicting myself because of the whole theme of last week's episode. um, Which was to tell you, like, you know, you shouldn't try to control your life. You should let your life control you, um, not the other way around. You know, like, everything happens for a reason and you can only control yourself. And if you listen, you'll get the whole picture. But while that is 100% certainly still always true, there is always work that needs to be done behind the scenes because it is up to us to carry it all of those plans that we have for our own lives whether they work out how we want to or we need to shift gears and change a bit whatever it is so there needs to be a balance and there needs to be a sense of ownership and responsibility in your life because you are the only one that can carry out all your goals in your life's plan things don't always unfold the way you plan them to do like you know it's not always going to work out in the exact way shape or form that you thought it might but ultimately you're the one who sets the pace in your life and I could say it a million times like over about a million different things but for example if I want to start a podcast um I could totally do that but until I record my first episode I have no podcast so it's kind of like how badly do you want your life to unfold like how um badly do you want your life to feel fulfilled and even if you surrender to the unknown and allow yourself to be comfortable and change it's not going to happen if you don't let it basically so yeah how do we do that and how do we have a balance First, I think it is most important to acknowledge and remind yourself that you are only responsible for yourself. You don't need to keep tabs on what everyone else is doing. You don't need to cycle through and stalk 15 Instagram accounts each week. You don't need everyone's opinion over the smallest thing. You don't need to keep tabs on your roommate and where she is all the time. And when you realize that you are only, you are the only one that you are in charge of, your life gets so much easier. It makes you less codependent, even if you don't really think that you are. Just make sure that you are the only one that you are taking care of first and foremost in every single way, physically, mentally, spiritually, all that, because when you do, you are able to show up for others and other people as your best self when they actually need it, or when they ask for it. Most people don't need your help or attention 24-7, and I say most because, again, I don't know what it's like to be a mom um, or a caregiver, primary caregiver, but if you try to take responsibility of those people all the time anyway, even when they don't need it, you're just straining your relationship with that person and yourself, because... You feel like they're dependent on you, when in reality you're just becoming dependent on them. And this was a big lesson I needed to learn when it came to romantic relationships, but I think it's also super, like, prevalent, is that a word, and important um, to be mindful of in regular friendships as well, because it's so easy to become codependent on other people, and if you're codependent on another person, you forget what it's like to just take care of yourself, and only yourself. So set your own responsibilities straight, and take care of your being, and do that first. Do whatever makes you happy, even if it's something that you need to do alone. So, kind of going hand-in-hand hand with that is following through in your word and all that you do, and I've shared in my Insta stories back in February, probably, when I was still at Sacred Heart, um, there was this coffee shop in our little, like, downtown college town area, whatever you want to call it, it wasn't really our college town, Fairfield would say it was theirs, but whatever, um, And I had really wanted to go to it for, like, three years, I guess, since, like, sophomore year. And I literally just wanted to go there and do homework because I saw it on Instagram and it looked like there was great vibes and it looked like, you know, there were really good coffee and really good food and there was, I found out. But for, like, three years since my sophomore year, I hadn't gone. And I wasn't, like, ever formally, it wasn't like I ever formally made a plan with someone and then, like, they canceled on me. Like, it was never like that. Um, But I probably mentioned it, like, maybe once to them and I was like, oh, we should go. But it's the things that you mentioned to your people once that you really want to do but never end up actually doing that you should go do alone if you can. So, you know, back to this coffee shop, maybe I mentioned it, like, once to various different people, and they we were all like, yeah, we should go do that and study. It'd be so cute. But then it never happened. And I could have totally formally made a plan and asked them, do you want to go here on this day at this time? And they could have said yes or no. But then, you know, I just decided, hey, I'm going to go alone. And then I started going like almost every week. And then it was something I looked forward to. And then I started bringing friends there. And that is why it's so important to follow through on your word. Because if you say you're going to, if you say you wanna do something to take care of yourself, whatever it is physically, mentally, spiritually, in this case, I think the coffee shop was more of a mental thing to take care of myself because it was a change in my environment. Make sure you do that thing because this builds trust in yourself that you're able to do the things that are good for you. Basically things that you were able to do to survive then when the new scary seasons do come you'll be able to provide for yourself right away like now I've been in town for two weeks and I've already found the perfect coffee shop to study at and I didn't wait three years and like my roommate came with me but when I told her it was more of like a an invite I was like hey do you want to do this with me because I'm gonna go rather than out would you want to someday do this you see the difference and don't be afraid to go alone because you'll see once you're out and about lots of other people are doing plenty of things alone too sorry I lost my train of thought um next when it you know does come time to actually do like have plans with other people of course I feel like my voice sounds really raspy I feel like I'm low-key trying to be like quiet so people don't hear me but I also feel like it's making my voice really raspy um but when it does come time to have plans with other people of course you're not always going to be in control of them and you're not always going to be the one creating them so you will be invited to those things and some will be activities that you are overjoyed to participate in and others not so much. And with that, it is okay to outgrow certain things. This past semester was a little rough, not rough, but a little different for me socially because I discovered so conveniently, at the peak of everyone's going out career, that I was no longer a fan of the college bar scene, so much so that I literally just did not want to go. I had absolutely no desire. And if you're curious about my reasons, there's like quite a few that play into it, so you can totally message me on Insta, um, but I'm just not going to get on here just for time's sake, but it got a little lonely because it was, like, I wanted to be with my friends, but I didn't want to do what they were doing, and then sometimes I would go, but then after that, even if I would have some fun while I was actually out, I would, like, get slapped in the face with all the reasons why I didn't want to go after the fact, and it was a bit of a challenge, uh, a big challenge for me because I was, um, you know, it was something that I was so not used to, but since I was taking care of myself and just allowing myself to prioritize my own peace, it was really ended up being easy to navigate through and I don't have any regrets how my last semester went because really when I was saying no to certain plans I was just staying responsible for myself and myself only and just making myself happiness by following through on my word so for whatever plans that you get invited to that you may not be thrilled about just know that you don't have to have answered everything right away you're allowed to take time to think through your responses and give you better control on what you participate in and what you give your energy to. And there's no harm in saying like, oh, thank you so much for inviting me, would I be able to let you know in an hour or a day or two, whatever it is. And no one will be mad at you for asking that, and no one will be mad at you if you say no to an event, and I'm just as close with my friends leaving school as I was before we decided to kind of boycott the college bar scene, just to give you some reassurance. So now we're gonna kind of shift gears a bit and just talk general daily scheduling, because how you view your days really matter. High school me never figured this out so I don't know how I would have applied it back then but you actually do have so much time in one singular day and even more time in a week than you think or you might be used to and even when I was taking my harder classes in undergrad with lots of labs and now even like I'm finishing whole nursing classes in two to four days and my first measured class is going to be done in six weeks but I still have time for myself so therefore the whole I don't have time excuse is really just that it's an excuse. And I used to say I didn't have time for everything, like working out, sleeping right, eating, I mean, just like basic things to keep me healthy, I would neglect them because I deemed other things more important. And it all come down to your priorities, what you decide to put up high on the list and what you don't. And you might be thinking, well, I wanna put everything high on the list and, you know, I am super competitive and I care equally about everything, whatever the reason may be, I hear you and that's me too. And I wanna excel in every aspect of my life because who doesn't? So the secret is to let your priorities shift depending on what it is that you're doing. So when I am about to go to the gym, I give myself that hour or whatever it is and I let myself go because in that time, my top priority is the gym. When I'm studying, I'm focused on my work because my top priority is school. When my stomach starts to grow and I get hungry, my top priority is making a meal that is both satisfying and something I enjoy. When I get ready for bed at night, I make sure I do my whole routine because my top priority is setting myself up for a restful night's sleep. Not cramming something extra into my day. Does this make sense? You see a pattern? And this mindset really works because, or it works well for me, because it draws my attention to the task at hand and allows me to be really just engaged in both the things that I need to do and the things that I want to do. I've also been implementing the two-minute rule that Lexi Hidalgo posted on TikTok about, and I normally don't follow her. Well, I don't follow her, but like her video came up on my For You page, but I've really been liking this two-minute rule in the past, Three weeks or so so I'm gonna share it here basically all it is is if you have a task that will take you less than two minutes you have to do it when you think of it so example you're looking at your bed in the morning and it's unmade if it'll take you less than two minutes to do which it will you need to do it now and if you stay true to the two-minute rule in every circumstance the I don't have time excuse slowly fades because you're no longer making excuses for the little things and when you make excuses for the little things it's so much easier to make excuses for the bigger things like gym eating sleeping so it just kind of helps you train your mind to prioritizing things and being able to shift and focus on one thing at a time. So yeah, try it out. And thanks, Lexi. <laughs> um, but yeah, one thing that really helps me do all of the above, like staying on track with everything, is creating a set schedule. And this is not so much a to-do list, but more so a guideline for my day-to-day or week-to-week or month-to-month. And I do this in the form of goal setting. And I've talked about it before, so I'm not going to get too in detail on it, but um, I do just give myself a general guideline on when I want things to be done by according to deadlines that I actually need to meet or whatever phases of my life are coming up, etc. And when you put your schedule in the form of goals, it makes it much more flexible because you have an endpoint, something that you want to achieve, obviously, but it's less rigid in the sense that how you get there is not predetermined. One thing that I've been particularly trying in terms of schedule setting is working within my menstrual cycle and living in accordance to my hormones so females this is you males not so much Um, but after learning a lot about my energy levels and the foods and workouts that support me in certain phases um, I feel much more in tune and at peace with my life when working within my like internal being you know this is also but this also considers being more aware of like just the general things that would be good to be mindful of regardless of my hormone cycle like how much daylight i get or how much movement i'm doing or the products that i use like all those good things so yeah overall just very um nice (laughs) i hate that word nice but it's very nice to have a governing schedule each week or month um full of goals to kind of guide my day-to-day that works really well for me rather than a strict daily breakdown and trying to micromanage everything so intensely so i'm keeping control but not trying to control it too much i'm literally like starting to sweat because it's getting hot in this car but, so I feel like I'm kind of talking really fast, um, so hopefully you guys can understand me, but I'm going to try and slow it down for my little last little blurb, but whatever, um, but of course, like anything else, leave room for flexibility and leave room for error, I've said it a whole, like, probably every single episode, but not everything will work out for you and, or not everything will work your way, sorry, and that's okay, this is where there's a balance of last week's episode kind of getting implemented into this week's, um, you're going to have it all laid out, but not everything is going to go according to your plan. And you just have to accept it. Plain and simple. I used to try to follow everything so rigidly. Like, I'm a planner. I out, like, four different guidelines. I used to have sticky notes everywhere, 20 different reminders on my phone. Um, but that wasn't helping me, actually, because I would just, I wouldn't be able to manage it all like that. And then I would just be, like, causing clutter to build in both my brain and in real life, like, on my desk or my phone or whatever. And one of my nursing professors was actually, like, poking fun at me about this the other day because we were in lab, and I was trying to write down, like, four different, like, spreadsheets of things we needed to know for exams and then general stuff, and she was like, girl, like, <laughs> you're not going to have time for that in two weeks when you're in your med search class. Like, <laughs> just keep it simple, and I was like, okay. So, yeah, in some areas of my life, I still do try to micromanage, and I guess schoolwork is one of them, but, um, you can't be so on top of everything, and I think part of that is just surrendering, like we talked about last week. Um... So yeah, just stick to basic practices, only have one or two to-do lists, do things when you think of them, and only do things that will prioritize your peace and your happiness. This way you will feel more in control of your whole life when even, when in reality you're only in charge of, or only controlling yourself and your thoughts and your feelings and your actions. And if something doesn't go your way, or you don't check off everything on your to-do list that day, or really just don't have time for something, because that is going to happen sometimes too, or you say yes to something you really didn't want to say yes to, just remember that things happen in terms of some, and sometimes, not all, and always. So yeah, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode and maybe learned something from it. Um, I definitely learned never to record in my car over the summer. <laughs> uh, last summer, I didn't really put out episodes, so I think, although this is a, technically like my second summer like going through when this podcast was created, I did not learn last year that I can't record in my car because I wasn't recording. Um, But yeah, we are growing every day, so next time maybe I'll just get the guts to tell Allie, hey, I have a podcast, or that's my roommate's name <laughs> um just be like hey I have a podcast and I'm gonna go record and she'll be like oh, okay cool and it's literally not a big deal but anyways be sure to pass this episode or podcast along to anyone who you think could benefit from hearing it and if you would like to take the time to rate and review this podcast as well as follow or subscribe depending on what platform you're listening on I would so appreciate it can't wait to chat with you guys next week and until then I wish you so much joy xoxo <music> Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to my podcast. I really hoped you learned something today. If anything resonated with you, be sure to share this podcast with anyone else you feel needs to hear it. If you have questions or suggestions, feel free to email me at theuncensoredself at gmail.com. Don't forget to check out my Instagram for more motivation and inspiration daily. I love the community we have on there. You can find it at The Uncensored Self. Your listenership is everything to me. Can't wait to chat again next Sunday, XOXO Emily.